Hello and welcome to season two of the Motown Philly podcast. I am your co-host, Tim Golden, here with my co-host. What up? What up? Nah, let me check. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jay Hall on them. What Jason, up, though? Jason Hall, what up, though? That wonderful, fabulous, stupendous Detroit colloquialism. Jason Hall is the Motown in Motown Philly, and yours truly, Tim Golden, is the Philly in Motown Philly from the city of brotherly love. All of our listeners from our new newbies to our day ones know that here at the Motown Philly podcast, we have an absolutely fabulous tradition of sending up some gratitude. Jay, why don't you tell the folks, man, how grateful we are? Gratitude game stays tight. Listen, y'all. We always have to remember each and every day. Oh, Jason, you come and you talk about gratitude. I'm just trying to let you guys know there's another way than how we've been thinking. If we've had some stinking thinking, you know, I wanted you to know when you start really dialing in on all the good that happened in your life, the fact that you woke up this morning, the fact that you have a monicum of health that allows you to get out the bed allows you to pop in the shower brush your teeth go to a job you listening to this like when you look and think about those things and feel what it what it what it's like to be grateful to be in gratitude just just because like your perspective on life is totally different so tim and i are grateful for you guys listening we're grateful for um, all the shout outs that we've been gone over the past couple of of weeks um, due to some unforeseen circumstances. But we back, you know, and thanks for you guys to checked in on us saying where, y- where y'all at? Where y'all at? We here. Grateful for our day oneers who make sure we're doing OK. And we are. We are. Tim and I are doing great. And uh, our audience, as it grows, we're just we're just tremendously thankful grateful for each and every one of you tim i'm grateful for you to do this podcast with you each and every week as our commitment um to do and bring you guys fire content that resonates in your bosom that allows you to communicate uh and connect in deep ways and also build community so we're here and we're grateful indeed jay we are here we are here gratitude game stay tight Tighter than a pair of speedos on a sumo wrestler, man. We tight, baby. Bro, I just keep visualizing. We, I just keep yeah, visualizing boy, that picture. Boy, I'm I'm, sure. I'm trying to visualize it, and I don't think that the speedos could get up past the sumo wrestler's ankle, man. Oh, yeah, bro. So you could just imagine how tight they finna be. But that's how. That's just the illustration for how tight the gratitude game is, y'all. We are grateful. For all of you here at Motown Philly, we're thankful that you're a part of our lives. You're the engine that makes us go. And this week, Jason, we have an interesting topic, a topic I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this year, 2024. And that is the topic of dating, dating and communication dating and connection 
dating and community. It's a broad topic, y'all. Could be explored from all kinds of angles. And Jason and I are here today to share our perspective on dating. Now, you have to understand that Jason and I don't claim to hold all the marbles when it comes to dating. Neither one of us is a dating expert or guru. I certainly don't hold myself out to know all there is to know about dating. And Jason doesn't either. Moreover, Jason and I are also aware that dating relationships aren't just between heterosexual men and women. We understand there's a variety of sexualities and uh, gender fluidities out there. But because Jason and I are finite beings, we don't know all there is to know about those types of dating. So all we can talk about as two heterosexual men two heterosexual black men is the perspective of heterosexual black men on dating. That's what we're going to talk about today. So don't, don't tell us that, Oh, y'all are being heteronormative and y'all are doing this. No, no, no. We're not making any recommendations. We're having a conversation. We're not talking about the way we believe things ought to be. We are talking about the way they are based on our perspective as heterosexual black men. Now, with that in mind, Jason, mm. dating is about people. Mm. It's about people who are looking for connection and community with others. Right. When I think of dating, I don't think of a friendship. I think of a romance. I think of something with romantic interests. And again, keeping in mind our limited perspective, we're talking about men and women coming together to communicate in the hopes of finding connection and building community with one another. Mm -hmm. Dating is a broad topic. And so with our disclaimer in mind, I think I would like to talk about dating from the standpoint of how it can affect what we're about here at Motown Philly. How does dating affect communication? Mm -hmm. How does it affect connection? Mm -hmm. And how does it affect community? I'll throw this out there at the beginning. If you are interested in dating someone, a man is interested in dating a woman or if a woman is interested in dating a man there must first and foremost be a high level of self-communication in other words you got to talk to yourself you got to ask yourself should i even be in the dating space in the first place because there's a real possibility that 
in your pursuit of communication, connection and community with others, you are not being honest with yourself. If you haven't had communication, connection and community with yourself, typically there's a lot you don't know about yourself or maybe there's things that you know about yourself that you have to work on, but you end up trying to conceal them from others in the dating marketplace. Let me, so, let me ask so you that's, that's my, that's the first question, Jay, or uh, should I be in the space in the first place? I'm a poet and didn't even know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, first of all, I love this topic dating, right? Um, because it's about relationships. Uh, two two questions arise. Should I even be in this space? And you also mentioned um, to to be in that this space and be effective, to be impactful. Um, you know, th there's many different ways to be in the dating space. But I think let's set the tenor on this conversation that you in this space in the, with a sense of integrity, with a sense that you are you are not trying to play games you are not trying to get your rocks off you're not trying to it's not about it's not solely about you like when we talk about communication connection and community we're talking about this inter um this interwoven system of of give and take between fair healthy give and take between me or you and another human being to our audience like you are trying to be in relationship at the highest level and and when i say that it doesn't mean that you every relationship you get into will and can and should end up in a long-term committed relationship because at the end of the day you, you don't know that from the beginning you, you would like we all desire to be with somebody and and it be in a and be in a relationship where you know two partners are happy and healthy and whole i mean i think that's the end game right right chick but the mm -hmm. i think the idea of going to that space uh it really starts with the individual first like like should i be in that space and the question i was going to ask you like you said you mentioned like we should be in com we should be in a healthy communicative state with ourselves but and that's gonna that will help aid us in the question of should i be in this space and my question to you is how do we how do i know that i'm in healthy good effective communication with myself so that i can get out into this game and be my best self in this game called dating. I will say this, and in particular to the brothers out there who are listening, who happen to be heterosexual brothers like us, whether you're black or white, whoever you are, if you're a heterosexual man, you got to know this and you got to understand this. And this is just spoken from, again, from our perspective, you can't seek relationship with others if you are not first comfortable being alone oh 
<laughs> a man is out of place in the dating sphere if he is dating to avoid himself. Stay there, bro. And I don't, and I say that because stay there. I think we can we can extend that out. Like, yeah, we can talk from a man's point of view, but you sure. know me, I'm gonna go human. Sometimes I don't believe it's only okay. man woman type deal, even though there mm -hmm. is a distinction. Yo, humans, bro. Like we I just think uh, go ahead. I just think it is 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 broader I, than I, I think it is. I don't disagree with you. But I think it is especially true for men who, you know, what, here's what I've said to people. I said, look, man, I'll never apologize for being a man. I'll never apologize for the breadth of my shoulders that I have to bear heavy loads. I will never apologize for the depth of my voice that projects strength to the world. And I will never apologize for the length of my stride, which sets the pace for my sense of purpose and ambition. And it's true in some sense for everyone, but I think it's especially true for men that you have to be acquainted with yourself because if you don't know yourself, you are incapable of directing another person on how to love you and how to connect with you. And I heard something recently that says that if you are not comfortable by yourself, if you don't have the integrity to say, you know, I have some more work to do in order for me to be ready for a relationship with others. If you're not, if you're not saying that to yourself, then what you are effectively doing is you are presenting a version of yourself to others that is not real. And what you're setting yourself up for is the avoidance of conflict because you don't want to lose the relationship because you're afraid to be alone. When the reality is that conflict doesn't have to signal the end of a relationship conflict when it is authentic from a space of individual integrity and authenticity with oneself and others, conflict causes a relationship to grow and to improve. Mm -hmm. But here's what happens. Boy meets girl. Girl and boy have a conflict. Boy lies and says he likes X, even though he can't stand it. Girl says, oh, that's great. Then we're compatible and they move forward. X, I mean, boy, because it man, because he doesn't have enough integrity to articulate the conflict has now presented a false version of himself to the woman who has now fallen 
for perhaps deepened her intimacy with someone who is incompatible with her. She is literally clinging to a dream. So I just want everybody to see how in dating an inauthentic self as an individual leads to an inauthentic couple. And an inauthentic couple is a couple waiting to break up. Jay, what do you think about all this? I mean, to carry that forward, an inauthentic couple is a couple that is incompatible. And here's the thing. There are crucial things inside a relationship that will shake the relationship if there's some incompatibility. Um, and the point is you can be out of alignment, not compatible with a person in certain areas. Like I like to eat starches or, or carbs and you like to eat healthy or in, in this and, you know, and though it, it can continue with the ideas of not being compatible, but when it comes to the idea of how we have conflict resolution, how we communicate, um, different ide ideologies of, of faith um, and or spirituality, like you can't and you, sh you should not hide those deep pillars, if you will, that, you know, when you avoid and then sometimes you just can't avoid when they come up they are really i don't know we may have to define those chick um those are things that are really can be upsetting like i think compatibility in certain areas are almost non-negotiable i think i think that's a, that's true right right yeah i agree i mean whether or not you like jazz and she mm. likes r and b nah, maybe right. not a big deal you got a love language of physical touch and she has unhealed sexual trauma mm. that she conceals because she's dating because she don't want to be what alone you say let's get freaky diggy with a girl four five times a week she says oh okay that's dope yeah i'm with it on the outside but inside she cringing because she got untreated trauma that is going to throw a roadblock in front of the very thing that you say you need the most. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, if she is honest about that, there is a conflict exposed. Mm -hmm. But again, conflict rightly managed and tactfully handled with love and with care can lead to a deepening of the relationship. 
here's my question to that though let me stay there here's my question to to kind of mm-hmm. add a little like mixture to that what if there is an inability because due potentially to a lack of awareness to articulate that hey i got shit i got stuff going on inside of me that could be in conflict if you will with your desires with the other person's desires so if i don't have the knowledge to talk or to articulate whatever conflict i might have um like how can we come together so that we can bond or form a closer bond through our discussion through our conversation through our disagreements through our incompatibility how do we if i don't know to articulate how can we get there to have that discussion you get there by the relationship ending in the train wreck that it is destined to become. Uh, you're a mess, bro. I'm not being pessimistic, <laughs> but if, I mean, arguably, if you can't even garner enough awareness to tell the other person, look, I have this problem, on one hand, you're really not culpable right because you don't know how to articulate it is it that you don't know how to articulate it or that you're unaware that you even have the problem in the first place both bro okay if you're unaware then, then you can't articulate it then in that case both parties are authentically signing up for something as is and it appears to be okay and you might not find out until five years and and two children later mercy in which and i mean in which case that's nobody's fault no i mean what are you out here living life you just out here living life and you ain't even near you ain't even near i mean so we can go deeper bro like is is i know we talking about dating but we done moved a few steps further like is it apropos should one make sure they have a thorough testing of the waters per se sexually to understand compatibility or is that just like nah it's gonna it's gonna work itself out what does that look like well, I think what we're talking about now, and we're kind of tiptoeing around it, but it all comes back to the T word. You better be in therapy. Because mm. what you don't know about yourself, you can learn about yourself in therapy. And what couples don't know about themselves as a unit or about the other person you get in couples therapy. That's why sometimes we need third parties to help us discover things about ourselves that we didn't know. I'll give you an example, man. 
I was in, I had been in therapy for a little while and I had no idea how much my father's death affected me. He died right in front of me. And I had no idea until about maybe three years ago, just how badly my father's death affected me. Right. I could not have put that in words. I could not have articulated that because I didn't even know it was that bad until just a few years ago. And if I wasn't in therapy, I still wouldn't know. I still be walking around. What fractured with my 16 year old self back at 5729 North 20th street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, giving my father CPR on May 17th, 1984. That's right where I would be. And uh, that part of me would be in Philly 40 years ago. And the current me would be in Walla Walla 40 years later. That's not a healthy self because I'm fractured. I had to go back and get that 16 year old self, bring him through every phase of my life to this point, hug him, tell him he's safe and sit down with him on my sofa in my house in Walla Walla, man, and eat some popcorn and let him know that everything was going to be all right. I couldn't do that unless I had a third party to help me. Right. And that's what we need. I think when we're in, see Jason and you and I talked about this last yeah. fall. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What do we talk about? Let's, we let's... talked about the self and communication. And we talked about how if you are disconnected from yourself, you can't have a good relationship with others. You know why? Because the real you is buried underneath all of the stuff that keeps us from knowing ourselves, all of the trauma, all of the difficulties we've had in life, all of the formative childhood experiences. The real you deserves to be loved. And in order for you to get to the real you, and it's, it's almost unfair to expect someone to love the real you when you are not the real you. You have to be who you are before you can have relationship with others in, in dating. You can't expect other people to love you for you when you don't even know who you are. Because the self that you're going to present to that person in the dating relationship is not the authentic self that you are. So you're in relationship with someone who is in relationship with a facade. They're not in relationship with the real you. And I don't think that's fair to either one of you. It's the awareness factor of it all, though. Like, I believe you're one million percent like correct. But it's how do I connect with me in order that I can start being a better version of me? Therapy. Oh wow, wow. Therapy. Y'all should Therapy. see y'all should see Chick's face when he said that. Like, I'm I'm posing a, a rhetorical question, but not really. It's just like 
you just saw his face. Like, he, like, bro, what are you, what are you asking me? Therapy. Therapy. Um, there's no other. I can't read, read enough books, uh, watch, watch enough uh, YouTube, um, university. Is there another way? Can I pray it out? Like for real? Like I'm not just saying that. Like I know people. Like yo, I've read this book, or I've been reading books, or you know, I I I, I follow this one person online, and they drop nuggets. Like how do how can I become more aware in the best way? Therapy. <laughs> Y'all should see your boy chick. I <laughs> mean, weird. it's it's professional help. The self-help route can be good. Your friends can be good. But I think anyone who wants to really get in touch with themselves needs to have a relationship with a therapist. Let's pick this up in just a minute, Jay. For now, I want to talk to y'all who are trying to grow your business. You're trying to grow your business. You know where you need to be. You need to be over here with the Motown Philly podcast because we have a growing listening audience. We are literally worldwide here in the United States. We have listening audiences in New York, Los Angeles, in the South in Atlanta. We're all over the place in the Pacific Northwest. We got people in Seattle and Portland who listen. We also have people in Australia, New Zealand, even in Africa, some in the UK. You need to be over here with us growing your business and advertising with us here at the Motown Philly podcast. We believe that you will benefit from advertising with us. All you have to do is send us an email at Motown Philly community at gmail.com again that's motown philly community at gmail.com go ahead send us an email and we will send you a price list with all of our packages which are all very affordable and will provide you with the opportunity to grow your business as we grow our listenership again that's motown philly community at gmail.com y'all come on board with us and let's take this ride to greatness together. Motown Philly community at gmail.com. So back to it, Jay. You got to know yourself, man. And we need help to know ourselves. So I think there's a number of things you can do. You could do Briggs Meyer temperament sorter, right? You can figure out who you are. I am an ENF. He, that's my, I'm extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and perceiving. That's me. And you know how I know it's me? Because when you look up the occupations of the ENFP, you know what they are? College academic, lawyer, and actor. There you go. Right? Trip on that. Trip on that. That's me. So I'm an ENFP. You ought to know that. You ought to know certain things. So, okay, Jason, to take your question seriously, if you wanted to do more than therapy, I would say you got to do A, the Myers-Briggs temperament sorter. B, you have to get in touch with yourself long enough to know what your love languages are. That is how you receive love, right, from other people. Things that people do that send a message to you that says, wow, 
you really love me and you really care about me. I think at a minimum, you need to do those things. I think uh, once you do those things, uh, once you do certainly the Myers-Briggs temperament sorter, you ought to have some sense of what your occupation ought to be, of what you ought to be doing in life, right? And I think, again, you know, not that women don't have purposes, because of course you do. So women ought to know this too. But speaking as a man, it's especially important for a man to have a purpose or a sense of responsibility about his life and the direction that he's moving in, right? Because most women don't want to be with a man who doesn't know that, right? right. So I think those are some basic things that you can do. Uh, and if that means you go to YouTube University and you listen to some quality content, we're not talking about red pill extremism. We're not talking about MGTOW that I have you bordering on becoming a MAGA Republican. That's not what we talking about, right? Quality, there's plenty of quality content out there that you can use along with the other things I mentioned. But I also think that those things are not a substitute for professional help. And I think therapy, even if you just do it for six or seven months, just to get some sense of who you are. And if you do have untreated traumas, then you need to follow through and you need to get those things treated. You might have PTSD and not even realize it. I think once you've done some of that work, you're in a, you're well positioned to share yourself with someone else because you know who you really are. And, wow. and I think if you, if you do that, I think, then and only then do you really belong in them dating streets. Nah, real facts. Y'all think we over here just talking about therapy. Uh, we talking about dating, but honestly, in this, like in this world, and this, that's funny, Tim. It's not just funny, but it's just when you really think about it, bro, you and I are not having this conversation when we're talking about dating. Now, 20 years ago, you and I, we were married right <laughs> so, but if we weren't married and started starting off 20 years ago you and i probably wouldn't be talking about yo we gotta we gotta get we gotta get into the the therapy office and and get in front of somebody who's competent that can help us untangle a lot of the the stuff we grew up in you know what we'd have been doing 20 years ago let me think. Let me think. 20 years ago would have been when? It would have oh, been oh, 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 04, man. Jesus. Right about the time the Eagles signed T.O. in the offseason. Only Tim would know that. Remember that like it was yesterday, man. <laughs> T.O., baby. Listen, you know what we'd have been doing? We didn't even know each other 20 years ago because we didn't meet until 07. So 07. 20 years ago was 04, right? So 20 years ago, if we had been talking, man, you know what we'd have been doing? We'd have been sitting up talking about, yeah, man, I was reading the spirit of prophecy about marriage and right. it was saying this, or I read this passage of, man, you should have heard this sermon, man. It was talking about men and we would have been talking about the struggle for sexual purity. Man, that conversation would have been at a level of dysfunction. <laughs> Bruh, oh, I would have been telling ah. you about how I kissed dating goodbye 
Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. I would have I would have been talking talking to you about abstaining and all this time of tomfoolery. Not it's uh bruh. Tomfoolery. I'll just I'll just stick a pin in tomfoolery right there. Man. Listen. Look, let me tell you something, dog. Yeah, it would have been a high level of dysfunction 20 years ago. I can tell you that right high now. You being nice, a high level of buffoonery. A buffoon. A high, it would have been, we would have been up to our eyeballs in bovine fecal matter. It would have been real bad. Masked as the gospel, which actually makes it worse. How? Because now you are dysfunctional in the name of Jesus. <laughs> you ignorant. Now you are inauthentic by the blood of the Lamb. Goodness gracious. Now you are so bad off in the name of the spirit of god goodness come on boy there ain't nothing like slapping perfume on a pig and that's exactly what we would have been doing 20 years ago they say what they say the the spirit is not in you (laughs) boy and the power thereof you know what we'd have been saying we gotta have Hey, man, look, we just got to have more family worship, man. We got to be at the altar. We got to be the priest of our home even more, mm-hmm. you know. Because when we pray, that that sexual energy really come out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. We don't need to be worried about, you know, we can't. Our wives aren't sex objects, you know. I mean, we just got to we just got to pray more, man. We got to be. Man, I'm about to throw up just thinking about saying all of that. What a load of garbage that is. Listen, if you guys didn't know, we came from we came from some shit. I mean, I mean <laughs> there ain't no other way to put it, bro. Hey, we came from from, from some from some real life stuff, and um, yo, we just we we are living more now with wi- eyes wide open. And when it comes to being in relationship with someone in a very healthy way, because we we learn from our Christian environments and those who are around us, things that just wasn't really healthy, human to human just wasn't just really wasn't healthy. And mm-hmm. some of the the spaces that are that were inside of our brain kept us thinking um, in manners that were not just considerate not just not non-loving um they were really kind of self-serving but the point is you know i don't we were walking blindly honestly like to really believe that like family worship would increase because the, the thought was the woman would somehow be turned on by your leadership of family worship like that would bring some type of synergy whatever um yeah tr- y'all could try that but it, it just don't work you really need to get to know the human being that's in front of you that's basically what we're saying 
and it mm. starts with knowing yourself i mean th this whole this thing started off with dating and here we go what tim and i are are really trying to nail down listen don't get out there without knowing yourself like that's just it's as simple as easy where we are talking about dating dating involves us connecting with other human beings but in order to do that well like you just have to know yourself someone said how do we know who the counterfeit like how can we tell a, a real counterfeit bill you know i've heard the story where someone has studied multiple counterfeits and they still try to find what's actually real and they said and they couldn't and someone says well because you studying so many various styles of what is wrong or what's not right when you start studying what is real which is like you start getting to know you like start with you first as opposed to going out trying to fig figure out all these different versions of what a human should be like get to know yourself like tim said become okay with being alone don't have anxiety about what you don't or who you don't have or what you may not have in the future let's master now because you're not promised the future so get to know yourself love yourself love being un understanding and being alone and you know uh, and and seriously liking slash loving yourself how can someone else love being with you if you can't love being with yourself so spend that quiet time and start listening to what your body and what your mind and what your heart or what your feelings are saying when mm. you're in spaces by yourself and that's where yep. you start to find your true self along with some therapy because there's been some misguidedness going on in in the culture mm. whether it's just open culture of this western this western land or whether it's religion yo get to know yourself apart mm. from stuff and things now we need to talk about some other things jay so let's say we got a hypothetical person okay and let's say his name is marvin okay marvin marvin from marvin from southfield michigan man okay. marvin done got himself together man he done been to therapy done his temperament sorted he know his love languages and he ready he gets out there in them dating streets man on a dating app we could have we could have a whole this whole episode could have been devoted to any one of these topics so i'm gonna just throw some out there dating apps marvin comes across all kinds of dating apps he comes across filters pictures of women who make themselves look like supermodels but then in person they kind of struggle a little bit Yo, I be so, saying that women, some women, some guys, women be wearing filters like they wearing clothes. Mm. So you got you got dating apps, you got filters. Marvin meets this girl, they start talking. It's a nice vibe. Next thing you know, Marvin texts and she ain't respond. Marvin done got ghosted. How do we navigate these waters? By the way, let me just go out on a limb and say this. If you haven't done the preliminary work, any one of these phenomena that we're talking about, especially ghosting, will send you into a tailspin. A tizzy. 
because you don't know who you are and you out there running around having done none of the work and all you know is oh my gosh they don't want to talk to me anymore and because you haven't developed a healthy sense of self-love a healthy sense of purpose that person becomes your purpose and you relinquish all of your power to someone who has zero interest in you wow is that what we want to do jason no we're not i don't think so man i don't think so dog tell us what we ought to be doing out there man man tim at the end of the day when it comes to just just doing your best to understand you when they start ghosting and these mm -hmm. these we hop on these apps because here's the thing when you especially let's talk let's talk in a little bit more in totality mm -hmm. tim and i are about two middle-aged black men you know mm -hmm. like dating ain't the same it ain't the same environment that it used mm -hmm. to be i mean mm -hmm. whether whether you just whether it's when we were kids or whether we're kids or kids now like we we are definitely not in a school environment as far as meeting young people who are uh, yep. all single and ready to mingle like i mean yeah i'm in a school environment but i you know i find myself dating the one student i'm out on my keister man i can't be out here in these streets doing nothing crazy like that so you so here's the thing the the dating pool has you know tim you remember when dating online was a was some taboo thing that you ought not do because mm -hmm. meeting people online was a no 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 but yeah. listen when you are past the school age of high school and college where and or places where you just continue to meet a lot of people your best bet to meet somebody is online so and and here's the thing jay it used to be if you were a pretty woman you was only pretty to the people in your neighborhood in your community man oh man oh man and and that meant that you know you your your sphere of influence was restricted and you pretty much had to take what was available but nowadays, man, if you a pretty woman, you a pretty woman to the whole wide world. You the get masses. on, you get on the gram, man. You start taking pics. Do you start doing it for the gram? Next thing you know, a couple of your pics go viral. Even though I seen this meme, man, it said you posting bikini pics to get likes, but you afraid to read out loud in school oh oh, oh that's me that's me and it was a kermit the frog meme and underneath the meme it said but that ain't my business though kermit was sipping on some tea wow. anyhow man like if you a pretty woman today you got you got mad options you got i mean you ain't gotta go for the mechanic who's a good dude in your neighborhood man that joker is passe now you got dudes sending you pictures of their private parts man 
from all over the world if you look good enough. I mean, this is what this is what dating has has become about. I mean, some people use the the gram as a dating app. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be you meet up with somebody. Let me get your number, girl. Like I ain't, she like I ain't gonna give you my number. I give you my IG, and that's mm-hmm. kind of halfway the perfect way to ghost somebody. You know, mm-hmm. they just start sending you messages, and you just look at that joker like block. Here's the thing, though, like it's so we would. I don't know, bro. It, it's just where we are, Tim. Like. Just think when we used to meet a girl who's local, we don't really know them, especially we're meeting them outside of a community, right? I think if you meet a girl in a community, like a church and or a school, there's some general knowledge about some person. But typically, if you in a mall, I wasn't, guys, I wasn't the type of guy who just met, walked up on a female, was like, yo, girl, let me get your number that just wasn't me and here's the thing Mm -hmm. in doing that because a lot of guys do that and maybe a lot of girls did did that too it's just not so publicly um there's so much you don't know about that person and this is why i think there are some pros and some cons to dating in this day and age uh you know on on bios on most apps you're gonna know what you're not gonna know everything i ain't saying that but when you cold turkey imagine cold turkey just walking up to somebody she look good she's available you hop on the phone with her she got i don't know she got 12 kids you like all right if i'd have known that i never would have if that was on your bio (laughs) i never would i never would have liked you I never would have asked for your number. Like, it's just so many different layers of dating, bro. Um, mm-hmm. To be aware of, to be to be knowledgeable of, um, and just, you know, like, what if you met some, what if you met her out in public, didn't really know her, and you might have some non-negotiables. She's a, she's a smoker, or she does, or she, uh, she does weed or smokes weed or whatever that might not be your jam but you are already... sucking on that plastic pipe vaping what sucking in that liquid nicotine just yeah just whatever so it's just like all those things if you cold turkey or just walking from you know just a cold, like a cold call if you will like walking up you don't know those things because it's not written all over their 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 profile um mm. just out in public anyway it's, it's just it ain't easy what we saying is dating ain't easy there used to be a song back in the day y'all pimping ain't easy mm. <laughs> Yo, dating is wild man it's wild out there in them dating streets man you gotta you gotta look you have to be fortified when you go out there you wouldn't go out in a rainstorm without an umbrella you wouldn't go out in a blizzard without a good pair of boots a good hat and a warm coat don't go into the dating streets without a firm knowledge of yourself 
without a thorough knowledge of yourself. See, because if you don't go out there with that, then just like in the blizzard and just like in the rainstorm, you're going to get sick. You're going to get wet. You're going to be cold and you're going to get sick. And you're going to be sick because you're unable to be with you. And because you're un you're unable to be with you, no one else will be able to be with you. Other people will find the inauthentic selves that you present to them attractive for a time being. But at some point, the person with whom they are in relationship will show themselves to be other than what they have come to know. And that's when you run into problems. And Listen, let me, let me ask you this question mm -hmm. as we land in this plane. Mm -hmm. And how do we know? How do we know that we're ready? How do we know that it's okay to start tiptoeing back out there? Maybe we're in therapy. Maybe we read the books and been on YouTube University, followed the master mm -hmm. quality content um, providers of social media um, that actually make an impact. Like, mm -hmm. how do we know when's the right time to go out and um, interact with the algorithm of what is dating? Because you just never know what you're going to get. I'm going to put this out here out there, man. You let me know what you think, Jay. Everybody out there, y'all listening, everybody like to eat, right? Think think about you a nice plate of food, right? Think think about a nice plate of food you got in front of you, right? And then think about the one thing missing from that food being your favorite sauce, whether it's hot sauce or for me, when I go to the Olive Garden, I like to get a boat of Alfredo sauce so I can dip my breadsticks in it, right? So you got a good plate of food and then you got your favorite sauces. Jason, I will say, and to my listening audience, I will say that you know you are ready to date when the relationship that you are seeking with others is the sauce and not the meal. You know you are not ready, conversely, if you are treating the sauce as the meal. The relationship, any, any relationship in dating, and this is just me, ought to be something that enhances a life that you have that is fulfilling, rewarding, and fantastic all by itself. And that doesn't mean you have to be wealthy. That doesn't mean you have to have a lot of material possessions. It just means that you have to be content with you. When you are content with you, and you have a good meal in front of you and you say to yourself, like I said recently, 
Man, Jay, I got up one morning, man, a couple months ago. I put on some... Man, I got out the shower, man. I put on some cologne, man. I put on some Eros Flame by Versace, man. A nice winter scent with high notes of cinnamon and low notes of bergamot, man. Put that on my face. And you know what I said to myself? I said, man, I wish I had a woman here to tell me I smell good. I said, man, that's when you know you ready. Are you looking for, are you trying to make a sauce, a main course, or are you trying to enhance your main course with just the right sauce? And can the sauce become incorporated into your main course so that it's a good fit with what you're eating? right if you ain't got nothing on your plate you don't need to be out looking for no sauce i would just drop it right there no that's good i mean tim and i have said this in private talks um before and i think it's important i want you to hear hear this in the best way possible in our culture we've often thought uh that the woman as, as males as males and where we came from as males that the woman is the pride we just did like mm-hmm. and guess what women a lot of them they all often think that that's it like they're the pride and culture and i've said it before i have a daughter so i'm aware of these things so it's just like that's not the honestly that's not the healthy perspective of how you know two people should should come together in a relationship i think tim i believe tim would agree with this we've come to a better conclusion that both are the prize that both have a level of high respect and regard for themselves and for the other person and it shouldn't be about you as a male have married a queen among a queen among kings and that everything stops and starts with making sure that the woman has a happy you know what they say happy wife happy life i mean if you're that dude who sipped the kool-aid of 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 that particular saying um there's many there's many emotionally dead men if you will that kind of fall fall in the train of just that phrase alone because it shouldn't be it shouldn't be like it shouldn't be that way it should be i mean from what tim is talking about like even though tim is talking about you shouldn't go after a sauce as if it's a meal he's just making sure that that one is often thinking about their disposition and how they are healthy in contrast to the the object of their affection and if the object of their affection supersedes all that they are that person is bro we we might we might we probably shouldn't be out in those streets because we don't know how we don't know where where we end and the other person begins and that's not healthy it's just not that's right 
That's right, Jay. You got to be healthy, man. You got to understand that even without the sauce, the meal still tastes good. You know, when you're eating something, maybe you're eating some wings and the wings are really good. And you say to yourself, mm, man, if I had a little bit of that mango habanero sauce, man, that sure would be good. It would be good. And it would be nice. But you ain't going to stop eating the wings because you don't have it. A relationship with another person would be nice. But you're not going to stop living your life because you don't have it to the fullest not just living your life right i mean exactly tim and i ain't on here just talking about living your life yeah yo you go on going after it going yeah that's right we talking about going after it hard man going all out up in this piece (laughs) gotta go all out man listen listen jay we could talk about dating hey man I'm smelling a dating too. I mean, we could pick that up next week, man. So listen, until then, Jay, tell the people where they can find you, brother. Listen, you guys can find me on IG at the speakers mechanic. That's on Instagram at the speakers mechanic. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Jason Hall, communication skills coach where I help to teach professionals, entrepreneurs, businessmen and women alike to be their best communicative self. Maybe you have problems with the confidence. Maybe you have problems with articulation and or getting things out the way you need to communicate to your client avatar. I'm your guy. Look me up, hit me up on either one of those platforms and you will not be sorry. Tim Golden. Where can we find you at? Get that man's book, A Vocal Owner's Manual. Get that man's book on the Zion, on the Amma to the Zion. You will not be disappointed. Uh, A Vocal Owner's Manual on Amazon.com by Jason Hall. Outstanding book. Listen, y'all can find me on Instagram at a good golden man. Y'all can find me on X formerly known as Twitter at DRTJ golden ESQ. And you can find me last but not least on Facebook at Tim golden and three things in life are certain death taxes. And yours truly is the only Tim golden who is a black man in Walla Walla. If there is another black man in Walla Walla named Tim golden, then I might just walk to Philly from Walla Walla. Wow. Just, I would, that's how certain I I am that I'm the only one, man, here. Anyhow, y'all, listen, great episode this week on dating. We looking forward to getting back with y'all. Stay in the saddle with us, hang in there. We're not perfect. We just trying to be good. You don't have to be good to be perfect but you got to be good to be part of the Motown Philly family communication connection community yo wait Here, before you go 
Yo, we might just have Vita on for parts. Yo, hey, I'm saying Vita, yo. We need Vita up in this piece. Might get Vita on, so don't be, don't be hating on us because Vita ain't look. Vita coming back. Y'all know Vita is indispensable to what we do up in here. True. So we might have Vita back for dating part two. So listen, y'all, mad love. Take good care of yourselves. And until next week's episode, Jason and I are out of here like Vladimir. Peace.